stand relief between these hallowed walls and to experience an, uh, an uplift, a special blessing just to be in the worship of the Good Hope Missionary Baptist Church. My, my joy overflows. I thank God for the invitation extended by the pastor of this church. My mind went way back to 1956. And uh, Sister Dorothy Pickett brought her baby home. The word got out in my house, the baby's home, the baby's home, the baby's home. And I went next door at 2161 Barbville Road, and I saw this little something there laying. And I said, what is that? They said, that's the baby. What a fine little baby he was. Fine little baby. And we have enjoyed a relationship ever since. We thank the Lord for what he's done. And neither one of us had any idea what God was going to do with our lives. I just wish Cousin Albert and Cousin Annabelle, she, she'd been here, and uh, May and Mama and all the rest could come here. I believe they're hanging around here. <laughs> I really do. I believe that they are rejoicing in heaven for what God has done with their son. He was everybody's baby. He was even my baby. I, I was 11 and he was three or four days old. But we connected. And then some years later he, 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 he enrolled in Benedict College. Harden and Blanding Street and met a young lady. Oh, Don't tell it all. Hey, Kathy, as the song say, I cannot tell it all. But God knew then what he was doing. What a wonderful couple they are. A great twosome in Jesus Christ. And Kathy is my cousin right along with her husband. Yes, she is too. Anybody mess with Kathy got to come by me. Amen. Amen. I, I, I can't be as long as I will be the next time I come. There goes my second invitation. <laughs> But um, the Lord led me to this text, and I want to share it with you while I'm able and while we are gathered here. Uh, Paul, a great fellow, had been chosen after God corrected him, consecrated him, 
the Lord chose him to carry an unadulterated gospel to all who would hear. And uh, this is what he talks about in the 12th chapter of 2 Corinthians. He writes this letter and expresses his, his experiences to them that they may get the right attitude about what it means to be a child of God and a Christian. So many of us think when you get saved and sanctified, you can leave everybody else behind and they have all the trouble. You don't have any more problems. Uh, You think you'll ride on the high horse. And that may be true. You You may be led to go around the tribulation but some folk are led to go through to get to the glory let us pray my Lord we thank you for what you're going to say and the way you're going to say it bless the word that's already blessed and thank you for blessing good hope thank you for her pastor and his dear love wonderful wife and thank you for this deaconess ministry and the yes. choir, yes. wonderful choir. Yes. And, yes. and thank you for Deacon Granger yes. and, and who helped me so wonderfully yesterday yes. Yes. and who just lifted my soul back to South Carolina yes. as he led that hymn. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Bless him, Jesus, and yes. bless all of us in the room today. Yes, in Jesus' name, please bless your word. Yes. Make it plain. Make it acceptable. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. When Paul had written this letter, uh, before he wrote the letter, he had already experienced challenges. You know, when you got truth, everybody doesn't want to hear it. And Paul, in the very beginning, did not believe that Jesus Christ was God's son. He went around persecuting, jailing beating up people, killing people who would say anything in favor of Jesus Christ. But later on, Paul found out that he was wrong. On his way to Damascus one day, a big light shined on him. Knocked him off his horse. And there he fell to the ground and heard a voice saying, Paul, Saul, Saul, why? Do you persecute me? Right, right, right. He asked the question, Who art thou, Lord? Meaning, who are you? You sound superior. You sound like somebody I haven't heard before. Who are you? Jesus answered and said, I'm Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom thou persecutest. And so later on, as he went on and he was accepted by Jesus Christ, made into an apostle, given the, 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 the good will of God to go around. Yes. And the Jews didn't like him, but he went on right, right. And, and carried the gospel. And, and he talks about in other chapters what he went through. Lord. It was not a rose, rosy, posy experience. That's right. That's right. He got thrown in jail, got beaten up, yeah. got cursed, Call everything but a child of God. Y'all know what that is, don't you? And uh, he had to really depend upon a lift from the Lord. Yes, he did. That's 
Now, some of y'all know what a lift from the Lord is, don't you? I just got one in here this morning. And hope to get another one before I leave here. Amen, amen. Uh, this was something, he, he began to he began to see what paradise looked like. Other folk were not having that good experience, but he was able to see with different visions, glorious visions, what paradise was. It was an exceptional privilege. He would always remember above ordinary man he had seen this. Though he was afforded this great honor, the Lord did not want Paul to get on an ego trip. He doesn't want you to get the big head. Huh? No, he wants you to be humble. So, so he said, you've seen all this, but I want you to remain an humble servant and, and, and carrier of the good news of hope and healing to a confused people. And so he says, he says, unless, verse 7, unless and lest I should be exalted above measure through the abundance of the revelations that I saw that was given to me, listen to this, given to me a thorn in my flesh. Now that symbolized something that could not be moved. In those days, there was no surgery. So this metaphor symbolizes something that cannot change, cannot be moved, no relief from it. A thorn, painful thorn. moves. You ever got a, a, a something stuck in your finger? All of you have at least once in your life. It's painful. This is worse. This is in your side. And, and every time you move, you feel it. And he said, I, it, it, it was awful. I, I just couldn't stand it. And he says uh, in, the, in the eighth verse, I want to call this his plight. That's the first word. You can write this down, plight. Uh, he went to the Lord. He went to the Lord. Now, all, all of us know that God answers prayer, right? But sometimes God says no. He answers sometimes. Now, how many of you have had God to say no? He said, for this thing, I went to God, he says, three times. I know it was more than that. Things I've asked the Lord for more than three times. God said, I know what you want. The answer is no. Or, I know what you want. The answer is yes. He said he asked the Lord three times to move this that it might depart from him. You see, he wanted to be able to give the Lord his best service. Uh, he had misused much of his time earlier. And, and he wanted to give God his very best. But every time he'd move, this, this pain was there. And he knew if he asked God, asked Jesus to move this block of pain, Jesus would do it. Now we go from plight to plan. I mean, plight to plea. My writing slipped up on me that time. From plight to plea. He asked the Lord, please, move it. And the Lord said, listen what he said. This is the plan. Now here's the plan. The way he said no was, uh, 
And my grace is sufficient for you. No, I'm not going to move it. Now, Paul didn't argue with Jesus, but he says, no, I'm not going to move that thorn, that pain, that difficulty. It may have been his eyesight, could have been his leg, it could have been his mental state, could have been somebody messing with him. He'd been abused and misused, and it felt psychologically like a thorn. So he said, well, if I ask the Lord, I'm going to make a plea. Please move it. Jesus said, my grace is sufficient. You know what he said? And he said, my strength is made perfect in your weakness. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, 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 and you see, that means God had a plan. So when God says no to you, don't, don't get mad. Uh, expect God to work a plan. You got a plight. You sound uh, an alarm, a plea. And then God says, no, I got a plan. And the plan is my grace is going to take care of you. Now, how many of y'all know what it means to be taken care of by grace? He said, my grace will keep you. Even as you suffer, it will not be for nilt. This will keep you humble before me. Some of us, you know, we get all up. They get all what mama called uppity. And we think we got it going on. And ain't nobody going to heaven but us. We the only ones saved on our block. God wanted Paul to finish his work humbly. I want to be humble too. Some of us choose to be humble. Some of us are made humble. When you got to walk around with your side hurting you, you can't go all glorifying yourself. When you get on your knees, it hurts. When you stand up, it hurts. When you walk, it hurts. When you, when you talk, it hurts. But you talk to the Lord humbly. Uh, I want to be humble. This will keep me humble before God. As God reminds me of all that I've done. And that all God has done for me. Look what God did for Paul. He called him. He chose him. He, he changed his name. He forgave his sins. He sent him forth to carry the gospel. And if he's humble enough, he will keep on coming back to God for more, more, and more. Now, he said, my strength is made perfect. You see, because you can't get in my way. You see? And when I'm talking to you, you want to hear it. And so, my strength is made perfect in your weakness. Trust me, the Lord says to him. Trust me to do this for you. In your state of need, I will send you a certain power. A certain strong power. A certain merciful power. A certain loving power. A certain blessed power. A certain truthful power. A certain strengthful power. 
a spirit of empathy. You're going to meet some folk who need to hear from an humble servant. The big shots need to hush. And, and, and God wants you to come before others like you go and establish churches. I want you to respect those folk. Treat them like they're somebody. Isn't that right? One of the things they say about this pastor, he, he never causes a row. He's smart, he's dignified, he's decent. Got things going on, but he doesn't start in the mess. Not as yet. And he doesn't plan to. He want to do what God says do. And so God says, my strength is made perfect in your weakness. So it's all right to be weak. Before God, it's all right to be weak. Everybody has some weakness. Everybody can say there are some things I can do, some things I can't do. But God has a plan. When he denies your plea, he has a plan. I've lived long enough to understand what that means. There have been things I beg God for. As a child, things I beg God for. And God said no. And I was so disappointed. But guess what? I'll be 74 next year. And I now understand why he said no. He'll give you what you didn't have. He'll give you what you didn't know you wanted to ask for. He'll give you what were far beyond your imagination. He'll bless you anyhow. He'll strengthen you anyhow. And, 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 and where you think you just can't make it, you can't do it, you can't do it. Yes, you can. Huh? With God, that's Pastor's favorite scripture. All things are possible. Yeah. I'm so glad he told me no. Aren't you glad he told you no? How many of y'all been blessed since he told you no? Huh? Somebody say, I feel better. I feel better since I laid my burden down. I feel better since I carried, stopped carrying this old heavy load. I gave my heavy load over to the Lord. And he took it from there. He made joy in my heart and peace in my soul. He fixed it for me. Keep on praying. God will fix it. I'm so glad about it. He did it for me. Merciful love will do it. God knows what to do with us. Now Paul goes on talks about his pleasure. This might sound silly, but this is what he said. Verse 10, I take pleasure in my infirmities. Because you know God's coming along. Huh? When things get to acting stupid in my life, I say, Jesus, you see that, Jesus? Now you take it from here. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I, I take pleasure in reproaches, in necessities. I take pleasure in persecutions. I take pleasure in distresses. I take pleasures because I know that when I'm weak, then I'm strong. You know, I I like this text because it fits all of us. See, we don't like to talk to each other about our weaknesses. And sometimes you, 
pull somebody aside and say, honey, come here. I want to tell you something that's going on in my life. And when the, when the big shot hears it, he starts saying, well, you know, it, it's something you did. <laughs> they told Job that. Told Job that when he went and his friends came by and saw him all messed up and all bent over and sores, sores running. And he said, oh, yeah. At first they sympathized. Then they said, no. So you, you, you've done something. And you know, church folk, not, not y'all, but I'm talking about church folk. Um, church folk are like that. And then they go and tell somebody else. You, 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 you know what she said. Huh? And they go, to, then they get on the telephone. That nine o'clock in night telephone. And they look at you on Sunday morning. Well, she has problems. You got problems too. Your mouth is too big. But the same one that you laughed at and made fun of, one day you'll see them riding high. Doing better. Because the Lord has taken over. I'm so glad about this because Christians need to know this. You know, you know, when when I went into the baptismal water in January 1950, the same year you were born. And I thought that when I came out the water, everything will be all right. How wrong I was. Huh? 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 Don't you come to church just to keep from having bad luck. You might have your worst luck after you get in here. But hold on to God. He'll work it out. That's Paul's pleasure. We go from plea. Plight was the first one, wasn't it? And then plea, then the plan. Now it's the pleasure. Now you ain't you 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 not you not one who uh, likes to be beat up on. But it tells you if trouble comes. Hold on to God's hand. If trouble comes. uh, Thomas Dorsey had a song he wrote because because his heart was broken. Uh, He's lost his wife in childbirth. The baby was born, but the wife died. And then that night, he told me himself, the baby died. And he said, Johnson, I was through with God. Your wife and the baby. And a few weeks later, you found him writing a poem. Precious Lord, take my hand. Lead me on. Help me stand. I'm tired. I'm weak. I'm worn. Through the storm. Through the night. Lead me on. To the light. Oh, if you call him. Folks say, call him like you want him. He'll answer prayer. Sometimes he might say no. But he got a plan. He might say wait. But he got a plan. He might say never. 
But he got a plan. Some of y'all in here right now living on this plan. How many of y'all living on this plan? Living on this plan. I'm living on this plan. I feel better today than I felt 30 years ago. He's been good to me. I can tell you, he's been good to me. Huh? I don't walk as fast, but he's been good to me. Huh? Some stuff I forget that I try to say it on Sunday morning. I say, if you preach it, you say it. When I say this, then I say that. Sometimes, you too? God bless you, son. And by the time I, by the time I finish the sermon, I've forgotten what I was going to say after that. You, you know when I think about it again? Sunday night when I'm in the bed. <laughs> I want to say, y'all come back. I got something to tell you. <laughs> Paul agrees with the law. So let's make a plan in your life to agree with the Lord even when he says no. He's told me no a many times. I didn't like it. I suffered depression. Downhearted. Mad. Shame. Weak. Worn. Doubtful. Because God told me no. But guess what? Can't get that grin off my face. God's a good God. So, 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 so now when, when, when he says, when I'm weak, that doesn't make sense. You know, Jesus doesn't make sense. Jesus ain't got common sense. Paul said, when I'm weak, then I'm strong. That, that, that doesn't make sense. When you're weak, you, you're leaning and trying to, you know, trying to, you know that? That's when you walk casual. When you're weak. And somebody say, when I'm weak, that's when I'm strong. I've seen some crippled folk. Can I walk me? I've seen some folk at the funeral home laughing. Giving God the glory for the gift that He'd given them. Yeah. I've seen some mad folk in jail, but they're glad to be alive. Yeah. They got 20 more years to go. They say, When I get out of here, I'm going to be a new creature. Yeah. If anybody's in Christ, He's a new creature. Yeah. Old things are passed away, all things are made new. Yeah. God can take your nothing and make something. God can take your darkness and make light. God can take your poverty and make you rich. God can take your anger and make you happy. God can change things. And don't you give up on yourself. Don't you give up on yourself. Don't you give up on your God. Don't you give up on that child that ain't right. That child that won't hear what you got to say. That child that doesn't come to church. That child that will not obey. Don't give up on that husband that won't come home at night. Don't give up on that wife that's flirting around with somebody else. Don't give up. Oh, hallelujah. Hope I didn't step on nobody's big toe. I'm sorry, but you know how it is. 
Now here's the last part. And y'all can go home. Some of us are blessed to go around the challenge and trouble. Some of us are blessed to go around hardship and turmoil. Maybe somebody in your generation in the early church 129 years ago they didn't have what y'all got now. They didn't have their own home. They didn't have their own nothing. But their own faith. And they had to go through trial. Through tears. Through heartache. They were just as good as you are, maybe better. That's why you lasted this long. Because God put his hand on you when you had to go through. And he led you through. Isn't that good news? Think about your parents. My, my grandmama, Lula Johnson, finished fifth grade. And she was proud. Proud. Then, then her daughter came along and was the first one to finish college. And she finished college by being able to teach school before she finished college. Up to where she lasted. And then, and then when she got in, got the teaching, she'd go to summer school and got the rest of her. Got a BA degree. She didn't get a master's degree, but she taught 35 years. And then I came along. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> James Andrew came along. <laughs> Didn't have a penny. Didn't have a dime to get him Benedict College. You're talking about weakness and strength? So the first year I worked, I got a $200 scholarship. I made it through. I said, Lord, three more years to go. Talking about when I'm weak, then I'm strong. And then uh, after the first year, one of the young ladies in my uh, senior gave a senior recital. She was a music major, Nancy Harrison. And they picked me to be the piano player for her to sing all this Mozart and the Arias and the this Chopin and all the great Bach. <laughs> Johann Sebastian Bach. Bach. 1685-1750. And George Frederick Handel, she sang. 1685-1759. And she sang some Beethoven. He died in 1857. Born in 1770. It was my uh, privilege to play for her recital, graduating. And the president, talking about when I'm weak, then I'm strong. President heard me. He said, who's that boy? They, they said, that, that, that's James Johnson. Well, that didn't mean nothing to him. But, <laughs> but uh, he called me to the office the next day, over there where the office used to be yes, now. Yes, and uh, Brother Johnson? I said, yes. <laughs> I want to offer you a full scholarship. Yeah. 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 
When I'm weak, and I can't take a bit of credit for it. And you've got some blessings just like that. I know a young lady that was lost at Benedict College, didn't know where she was going. Didn't know where her room was. And she asked the young man, how do you get certain places? And uh, he told her how to get there. <laughs> when I'm weak. <laughs> That's how God put them together. God so good. God saw good hope was going to need a pastor a certain time, a certain time. He was going to need a companion. Boy, she's a sweet thing, too. That's my child. Anybody bother Kathy? Got to, got to come through me. Jesus first, though, because I can't fight like I used to. I want to sing a song for y'all. Somebody, somebody threatened me yesterday and told me if I didn't sing a song, they were going to beat me up. Then I read all my notes. If you got the hobble, hobble on. Huh? You got a broken heart? Let it stay broken till God heals it. If you've been slandered, let them run their mouth all they want to. You will understand it better. Where's Andrea? Andrea, I want to play your instrument, but I want to put the piano on. us one and all yet there are times we find we answer another voice and call if we are willing he will teach us his voice only to obey no matter where cause he knows yes he knows just how much you can bear think of the times you've asked the question 
down in your heart. You say, Lord, what must I do? Then you confide in your friends and all your loved ones. But they've got trouble too. But there is a God who rules earth and heaven in him knows how much you bear but he knows yes he knows just how much you can bear though the load gets heavy you never left alone to bear it all just as for strength there it is keep on toiling though the teardrops fall you have the joy Oh, this assurance, the Heavenly Father will always answer prayer, cause he knows, yes, he knows, he knows just how much you can bear. gets heavy you never left alone to bear it all just as for strength keep on keep on toiling though you have to cry sometimes you have the joy Oh, this assurance, the Heavenly Father will always answer prayer, cause he knows, yes, he knows, he knows just how much you can bear. 